Hello, and welcome back to Seasalt Reviews. This is episode four. And um, as a continuation of last episode, I'm going to be talking about my favorite character of Walking Dead, and that is Beth Green. I was cut short on time. I had ran out of time last time talking about her, so I was kind of rushed with my thoughts. Um, but this time, I plan to have full 30 minutes of Beth Green, and I am so excited to talk about her as long as it takes because I can talk about her for two hours, but y'all thankful you got me for 30 minutes. So, um, let's get into Beth. So you're probably wondering to yourselves, why in the world is Beth Green my favorite character? Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> um, Honestly, when Beth first started on the show, I did not really care for her character. I started watching season three, so my first impression of her was that she's this clean girl. Like, you know, she's not really in there. You know, she's not really in the apocalypse. She's just, she's too clean. That's what my first thoughts of her was. Um, but I would say, you know, going back and rewatching season two or watching season two, I didn't really care for her. Like, nothing stood out for me for her when I first watched season two. Uh, you know, I mean, she, I mean, probably the most famous, or not the famous, but one of the most memorable storylines with her in season two was when she tried to commit suicide. Uh, but after that, you know, we didn't really see from Beth, you know, like in season after season two and then season three, we don't really see from her. She's in the background. She doesn't really do much. She just sings. Um, and that's all she does in season three. She doesn't really have any lines. She's just kind of there. You know, so she, she nothing really kind of special about the char character other than she likes to sing. You know, I mean, it's just kind of like, okay, what else? Um, but I remember when season three ended and season four was like in production. Um, I remember seeing like Emily Kinney was upgraded to a series regular and I was just so excited to see where the character Beth would go. Um um, excuse me. I was excited to see that because she was a very intriguing character because I had no idea what she would be like as a main character. I thought, good, we finally get to see her have a voice, you know, have some dialogue, have some action. Um, and I was not disappointed with how season four A Beth was. I mean, I wish she did more, but overall, looking back at it, I'm not disappointed with it. Um, basically she had a big, like in the premiere, she had like some good scenes in the premiere. And then she had a couple other scenes throughout the rest of season four, a, um, but I think it just all comes to this like jaw dropping the season finale. <laughs> um, that episode when Herschel is being held captive by the governor, I was probably on the edge of my seat just watching <laughs> Um, and I remember when uh, the governor killed Herschel, I just remember seeing Beth and Maggie's reaction. I'm like, oh, heck no. Nah. Like, I was just like, like, I was jaw, I was shocked. I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> it was sad. I think I cried. I don't remember. I was like 16, 15. Don't remember how old I was, but yeah. Uh, some good drink. Um, <laughs> um, I think it was 16. Anyway. Uh, yeah, um, I just remember kept on saying, like, Beth, come on, fight back. Come on, Beth, fight back. Please fight back. And, um, I think 
you know, I I was just, you know, Maggie was doing like, like Maggie's first reaction after Herschel like was like decapitated, was immediately firing that gun. Beth was like crying, so I'm like, Beth, fire the gun, do something, fight back. I, I was just like, please do something. You gotta do something, please. So I was just like begging her to do something and um she did a little bit of stuff but like overall she was just a panic and who can blame her i mean come on her dad just died but i mean i just wanted her to fight back i was like come on beth fight back um and in season 4b i did not really care for the daryl and beth stuff at first i thought it was really weird uh it was just kind of weird because of the big age difference um, like she's like 18, 17, 18 years old. And he's like, to put it lightly, it is like mid thirties, probably late thirties. And, um, it was just kind of weird, the dynamic at first, but like after the episode still like, like with her kind of butting heads with him and him butting heads with her. And, like, I really kind of like that they burned down that house. Like, it was just a weird episode with Beth because we never really got to see her act this way. We never really got to see a complete episode focused on Beth. The other time being that was in season two when she was trying to commit suicide and she was just whiny and mopey all the time. In this episode still, she was, you know, you expect her to be whiny and mopey, but yet she's just like, you know what? I want to get a drink. <laughs> and I know people don't like the episode still, but I freaking love it, y'all. <laughs> I freaking love it. Like, I mean, like, that's like, ah, screw this. I'm going to get my first drink. Ugh, sips tea. Um, <laughs> I just love that so much. Um, as I take a sip of my drink. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, you got to admit, it was fun to watch. It's certainly a f different dynamic, a different, different, what is it? A different theme to the show too. Like, you know, having this kind of young adult girl go, or I should say woman, but whatever, you get the point. This young woman trying her hardest to find something to create a new sense of purpose or a new sense of living. Like there's gotta be something more. In Beth's mind, there's, she, in her mind, after her father's death in an episode still, like, she was like, you know, there's got to be something more after. You know, there's always has to be something better or there's got to be something more to strive for. And, you know, for her in that moment, that was to find a, her first drink of alcohol. For Daryl, he thought everything was over, toast and done for. Beth was like, ah, there's something more after. You know, it didn't have to be beer. It didn't have to be alcohol. But yet, for Beth in that moment, it was. And if we're all judging her, uh bow down to the queen <laughs> i don't know i mean i just I, I i i don't blame beth at all i mean i don't think it's annoying i just think you know what beth thinks you know yeah everything went south everything went to crap but yet let's get our minds off it and do something fun you know even if it's the apocalypse even if it's the end of the world we gotta strive like we're going forward we can't go keep going backwards or trying to stay still Hey, record to the title. Don't stay still. Move forward. And, um, you know, even in this quarantine right now, like, you know, there's been many things. Like, for me, I've had, I worked on a film last summer, 
and it finally got released in theaters this year. And, you know, I did not really want to go to the theater to see it because of COVID. I didn't want to. But yet, there's got to be something more after this virus. And I didn't want to, I didn't want the virus to rob me of this unique experience of watching what I created on the big screen. So I went to go see the movie on the big screen. So, yeah, don't let, like, obviously be safe. Like, take appropriate precautions, but yet don't let this pandemic stop you from doing something that's going to be worth memorable. Um, and I think that's what, what Beth's mindset was. Um, and I think Daryl, he was just done. Like I'm just, I, he, he just couldn't go forward. He thought everything was done. He honestly thought he was at his wits end. And I think that's why it was so important that Beth was there with him. Norman Reedus actually said if Beth wasn't with him after the prison fell, he would have died, you know? And I think that Toke, that's, you know, it, that means Beth saved his life, you know? Um, and I think overall, you know, she pulled him out of that pit of darkness. And, I, you know, I think that is alone just a lot to say about those two characters. Um, those are two of my favorite in the show, like, pair-wise. I know, I know I'm probably going to get attacked for saying it, but I really did like Beth and Daryl. I still really like Beth and Daryl. Um... I just think it was just so interesting to see that, um, you know, and plus the way he looked at her in some scenes, it really made me think, oh, <laughs> um, I'm talking about how he looked at her in Alone. Like, I just, I think it was like that moment in the funeral home was just like, what was about to happen? We'll never know. But like, that was something, you know, um, but yeah, um, but yeah, I think with that really covers still. I think the only thing I wanted to say left about still is like when they burned down that house. It was not just for Daryl in that moment, yet it was like for something for Daryl to move forward past. But that's also Beth burning down all of the things that she's moving leaving behind, which is the guilt about her father, the the you know, her her just passing Daryl, her being so scrawny and weak, that's all in the past. And I think after this episode, we see Beth as a totally different character. And I think that's amazing. And I think Daryl, after this episode, he does not view things like that. He doesn't see himself as that trash. He doesn't see himself as that waste. You know, he sees himself as Daryl and that's enough, you know? And I think, that's so important to see that they're both different characters outside of this episode. And that's why it's so special and important. Um, you know, um, maybe one day I'll do my top 10 favorite episodes. I think still will be up there. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then we go to alone and Beth and Daryl's relationship is a whole lot more close than it was when we last left off. Um, you know, they're kind of more like buddies. Like, like at first, like in the episode, like he's protecting her and she's kind of like reminding him still like, hey, you know, there's light. There's still good people in this world. Like, it's not just us, you know what I mean? And um, uh, Daryl, he just wanted to be with her, <laughs> which I think is sweet. Um, I think the way he stared at her, too, as she played that piano in the funeral home. 
Um, oh, no, I'm getting ahead of myself. Let me go back. Let me go back a little bit. Uh, when they first get to the funeral home, they, I mean, of course, he piggybacks her there. Like, he carries her there because she hurt her ankle on a bear trap. Um, and when they get there, he wraps her ankle in gauze in the infirmary. And um, they realize that uh, the person who owned the funeral home is uh, still giving the walkers a funeral. They're making, they look, he, the person who makes them more, more presentable, like they're like actually getting a funeral. And um, Beth thinks it's beautiful. And Daryl's like, eh. <laughs> um, trying to make a joke out of it. But Beth's like, it's so beautiful. People, some people think these people, this person thought these things were still people and they wanted to give them a rightful funeral at the end. And she says, don't you think that's beautiful? And she looks at him and he looks at her and it's just this awkward moment of silence. I'm like, you think she's beautiful to you? Um, <laughs> that's why I'm like, I love him, Beth and Daryl. I'm going to say this. Um, but, um, um, also when he stares at her at the piano, I mean, what a stare. Just listening to her sing and play this piano, and he's just like, kind of like, this is probably what peace is. You know, this is probably what a loving home feels like. Um, you know, and I think that's beautiful. You know, there's not a lot of moments in that in the series, and I think alone is one of those key things. Like, this is what peace and happiness looks like, even if it is just for one episode. It, it's pretty it's pretty good you know and um i think you know when beth and daryl you know i mean they were not going to stay in the funeral home for a while i think they were going to stay for a couple days or maybe a day or two and just kind of leave um and beth was going to leave them a thank you note for just kind of like if they ever come back like saying like thank you for all this stuff but yeah um um but Daryl says, maybe we can stick around here for a little bit, a little bit. And then says, like, if the person ever comes back, then we'll make it work. And I think, you know, there's a lot to say under the lines or under the dialogue of the series. But I think what that meant was that he's perfectly happy to stay there with Beth. And keep up with this happiness and peace. As long as I can. Um... Because there is still good people in the world. And she asked him, like, what changed her mind? And obviously the answer was her, but he never said it. Um, I honestly think the dog did not interrupt their conversation. I think I think there might have been a hookup. I do not know. Maybe a kiss, but I think, I think something might have happened that would be a little bit, you know, a little bit, you know. I guess it's over to advanced interpretation, but I think... I think there's something could have happened. And of course we know after the dog interrupts and the walkers come in the house and they get separated and Beth gets kidnapped to take a great memorial. That cliffhanger about what happened to Beth was so like, I was like, where's Beth? Where's Beth? Where's Beth for like eight months. And then finally it was revealed that she's in this hospital somewhere. I was just like, where in the whole world is she? And I did not know she's my favorite character at the time. Let me tell you what episode made Beth my favorite character. Freaking Slabtown. <laughs> Slabtown. What? So, so when it's finally revealed after months, months, 
of like not knowing where Beth was. The episode four of season five called Slab Town revealed where she was, and it was an entirely Beth focused episode and i freaking loved it i know a lot of people don't like the grady moral grady memorial storyline but i freaking love the Grady memorial storyline it's i'm kind of biased with it because that's my favorite but i appreciate it and i'm glad they gave Beth that complete unique storyline from scratch you know so i mean like overall here we go into gray memorial bam so um Let's talk about Grey Memorial. <laughs> so when Beth wakes up, she doesn't know where she is. You know, something's happened to her. Like, you know, we see that she has a scar on her face and um, she's in the hospital. And it kind of echoes Rick's awakening in the beginning of the series. So, um, Beth kind of quickly realizes that these cops took her to this hospital. And now that they saved her, she now owes them um for that hospitality or for that for that uh rescue which she didn't really need um but uh really in slab town you really see this character once again go through an enormous enormous change she can't really speak in the beginning she stutters a lot but near the end of the episode she doesn't give a grat's butt what they say she's gonna like slap stab kill do whatever she can to get off get out of this hospital so i mean legit what made me fall in love with beth was when she tried to escape like oh my freaking gosh what how amazing was that you know i mean i don't think any of us thought Beth could be capable of doing such things but like legit she killed a cop she got someone out of that hospital, got someone else off the safety, and uh, and did it such in a in a in a powerful, strong way. I just like I remember after the episode ended, I was like, "Yep, she's my favorite." <laughs> and the next day, I'm like, "Yep, she's my favorite." I could not shut up. Like I was just so Beth obsessed. I was like, "Yep, she's my favorite now, no doubt about it." And I was really looking forward to how this Grady Memorial line, like Beth missing storyline, would have ended. Until, I don't know, I will say, like, you know, I loved how season five and season four B and season five A were structured. There were kind of this puzzle piece storyline. Um, like each episode was a different part of the puzzle piece. You know, we have Daryl Beths, we have Rick and Michonne and Carl's, we have Carol and Tyrese's, we have Glenn. Uh, Tara, Abraham, Eugene, and Rosita. And then we have Maggie, Sasha, and Bob. And they're all connecting in this puzzle piece. And then in season 5A, we have Rick in the group. And then we have Beth. And then we have Daryl and Carol going off to save Beth. So three different things going on here. But yet, it all kind of made this puzzle piece connecting in the, in the mid-season finale. Um, or in even season seven. Um, I mean, not season seven, episode seven. But anyway, uh, you know, after Slabtown, no escape, Beth, Beth sees Carol. Beth was going to kill Dr. Uh, I forget the doctor's name. <laughs> um, uh, I forget his name right now, but whatever. I mean, she, she was going to kill that doctor. Um, and she didn't care. <laughs> like I said, she was going to do whatever it took to get out of the hospital. 
Um, and I don't think she cared what happened. Like she was going to do whatever she could to get out of the hospital. And when she sees Carol being rolled in on the stretcher, she's like, okay, I got to calm down later. <laughs> and I got to make sure Carol survives. And she saves Carol's life, which is another plus for Beth. Woo, 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 woo. Um, a plus also, seeing Don. You know, we haven't talked about Don yet. But Don is a very interesting character. And I do not hate Don. You think I would, but I don't hate her. She's a very uh, troubled. <laughs> she has OCD, which is obsessive compulsive disorder. And, like, she likes things neat. She wants things in order. She wants to be in charge. And every time she has that power out of her hand, she goes ballistic. Um, so for example, when Beth kind of like says she's out of her mind and no one's coming and all of this is her fault at the end of Slabtown, she just goes ballistic and takes all her rage out on Beth. And we see the result of that with her face being bruised, another scar, and she just does not care. Beth is just like, I am so done with this place. We just wait till I get, just wait till I get my scissors back. <laughs> oh my gosh. I should not make jokes about that, but whatever. Um, <laughs> taking down the drink woo um <laughs> so um but yeah she saves carol's life and dawn and that episode was really interesting and i think the episode was called crossed um dawn lets helps beth like saves carol's life because dawn did not want to tell a donald that he was wrong I guess, like, she, she, like, her mindset is, like, keeping her officers happy lets this place get further going. Like, the the better my officers are, the better the place will be. That's her mindset. So when Beth told O'Donnell, like, you are the problem, Don did not like that. But Don agrees with Beth and let Beth do whatever she wanted because, you know, Don could not show her true colors. You know, she has to keep her face straight. Um, which I think that's interesting. Um, and we see that again in CODA. Uh, are we ready for CODA? Can we do CODA in seven minutes? Um, <laughs> um, so here we go. So the last episode with Beth. Alive. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. <laughs> um, is it? I'm not going to say what my favorite episode is. But... Um, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. Coda. Okay, is that it? <laughs> um, oh my gosh, we can just see how numb Beth is. Like, I mean, I haven't seen the episode maybe in a little while, but like, I think I what I remember is like Beth being so numb to this hospital. She's just over the top, and she can barely put up with Dawn's crap. And um, I, I think what kind of stood out to me was the elevator scene. And the elevator scene, you know, and Beth kind of says, this is who you are and what this place is until the end. You keep telling yourself, you keep telling yourself, I, I forget what Beth says, but you know, this is who you are and what this place is until the end. Um, and then Dawn says, this place saved you. I saved you twice. Um, and then Dawn says, there's a way things have to happen here. Don't you get that? And then that's when Adonna walks in. But anyway, um, Beth views Dawn's way of viewing things as crap. <laughs> we know that. Um, but Beth has to constantly keep telling Dawn that no one's coming to save us. There's no hope. This is it. And you're fighting for nothing. 
that's basically what Beth was telling Don. And Don was like, no, 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 no. Don had a strict way of doing things. Like there was no there was no in between those with those two. Um, um but uh, you know, it kind of ends with uh you know, when they went and make the trade for the two officers and Beth and Carol, uh, or it was supposed to be three. Uh, Dawn noticed that she was going to look like she had less power um, or the power was taken out of her hands. So she demanded Noah because she did not have the power. Remember I said she acted ballistic every time she didn't have the power in her hands. And Noah said, you know what? No, no, it's fine. You know, I would no need to make a fuss spell. I'm just going to go. And uh, Beth, you know, just automatically just went to hug him. And during that hug, Don kind of looks over at Noah and says, I know you'll be back. And Beth, something snaps in Beth. You know, I mean, you know, something really snaps in her. And she kind of realizes that, hey, you know what? You think you're strong. You think you're all powerful, but you're really not. And let me just show you, let me just show all these people here that you are just a coward that you don't really know what you're talking about. And that's when Beth says, I get it now. I think that's why she says, I get it. She understands that Dawn's full of crap uh, more so than ever. You know, all this is a fact. And um, Beth, I okay, here's the thing. You know, people are very critical about what Beth did here. Um, they say, why didn't Beth go for the head? Why didn't Beth go for something more fatal? And rather than going through like the bulletproof vest or the shoulder or whatever. I don't think Beth was ever going to try to kill Don. Um, I don't think that was her intention. And I don't really think it was Beth's intention to get shot in the head either. Um, but I think what Beth was trying to do was trying to say, just really a warning, you know, it was just really a warning and saying like, you know what? I'm, more capable than you are. I have what's right. You don't. It was more supposed to be set an example or show a warning, show Dawn's true colors to everyone. Um, um, but unfortunately, Dawn overreacted and shot Beth in the head. And Dawn did not mean to. And it kind of just exploded. Like everything exploded after that happened. Um, I remember when that happened, I was like, I was like, oh crap. <laughs> I was like, oh dang it. <laughs> uh, I, I was sad. Trust me, I still am not going over that death. <laughs> the worst death of the show for me. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, it was an overreaction and she did not mean it. Um, I don't think someone else did it. I know that's another theory. Um, but whatever. I mean, I think Dawn did it and it was an accident. And yeah, I think it's very devastating. And having Maggie come, like, first of all, before we get to Maggie, Daryl, oh my gosh, he automatically like killed Don. Like he didn't care. He didn't. He probably even hear what she said. Like she, he probably just did it, and then kind of processed everything. And I think you know the way it was shot. You know, you see all these characters having the same reaction, but I think the way it's shot is really, you can see it as Daryl's viewpoint. And um, it's just sad. And when Maggie gets there, it's just 
like Maggie really hardly ever talked about Beth in season four B or season five A. But that moment where she thought her sister was alive, that was all that she needed to have. Like, oh my gosh. Hooray. And then when she got there, horrible devastation. And the way the episode ends with a crushing note of Beth's gone. And I think, you know, it just made me love the character so much more because she has so much potential in season five. And she owned it. She had that first half. I love the first half of season five. It's my favorite season because of Beth's story. Um, but it's just so devastating at the same time. It's just this character had so much potential in the way she went out. No one ever would thought, you know, and uh, it's sad, it's heartbreaking, but it's the walking dead. <laughs> so that concludes this episode. So I'll see you guys next time.